The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, and welcome once again to our weekly show where we're talking about real estate and mortgage related topics and every 3 to 4 p.m. on Tuesday. That's right, every Tuesday, 3 o'clock, 3 to 4. This is a live call in show, so if you have questions for us or our guests, give us a ring. You can reach us toll free at 866 712 1300. Ooh, you got it right. Yeah. I saw you look. I cheated. You cheated just a tiny bit, but. You know, you only see it once a week. That's, That's okay. Right. That's right. So I will say, listeners, if you do have design questions, now would be a good show for you to call in on because we have the lovely Wendy Fisher of Wendy Fisher Interiors with us again. Thank you so much for being here again. Well, sure. It's great to be here with yeah, you Yeah, welcome again, yeah. Wendy. Yes, yeah. and you got a lovely day, too. Got a wonderful, lovely day for a lovely lady here in the lovely studios of KKOL. Oh, boy. (laughs) I know. Do I sound like we're about to have some smooth jazz come on? (laughs) Got some saccharin flowing around here right now. I don't know what's in that water bottle. Uh, Well, there's there's just water. There's just water. But uh, it's been a it's been a busy, busy couple of days. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not even a couple of days. It's been a busy couple of months. It's been a busy year so far. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's going on with our market? I hear, I'm hearing... It's insane. Yeah, I'm hearing... It's is really the insane. level of insanity increasing or decreasing at this no, point? No, it's up. It's up. It's it's full-on uh, crazy town yeah. going on out there. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, granted, some of the stuff that we talk about uh, with within my team is anecdotal, but, I mean, our team is pretty sizable, right? We got seven mm-hmm. people on our team. We got a lot of things going on all the time, and we're still expanding. You know, I'm still looking for maybe a couple more people to join our team right now. So, uh, hey, listeners, if you know anybody, might be a good option. Send them our direction. But um, we have seen an insane amount of multiple offers, even on houses that you're kind of wondering about. I mean, we did have that, you know, seller fallacy that we talked about last year where it was like, look, you can't just put anything on right. and have it go nuts. Right. But right now... You almost the, can, depending on the neighborhood, though. Kind of. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've had that happen, right? We had that Bellevue property last year that was really, you know, frankly, a terrible little house that went for a lot more money than we mm-hmm. anticipated. Right. Um, houses that are in great condition are in some cases selling as much as 20% over asking list price, mm-hmm. you know, which gets really not so, right? We've got tons of new development going on in terms of there's a lot of commercial, there's a lot of stuff getting bought and sold. You know, I watch every week I get all these newsletters that are talking about just the commercial trades that right. are happening right now. And because we have such low inventory of even office and warehouse and other kind of building space, just huge huge numbers of dollars are coming through on the commercial sector. Uh, I was telling you just before we came on the show, one of the things that um, got highlighted in the May 26th, uh, I always say episode, (laughs) the edition edition of Puget Sound Business Journal was like, you know, Covington 
Covington, mm-hmm. an area that's kind of considered a sleepy little suburb with only about 15,600 people, mm-hmm. uh, they're about to have a new uh, groundbreaking on a development out there where it's going to be like a 20-acre lake with a huge development around it, which will include up to 1,500 new homes in both single-family and multifamily type, uh, you know, housing types. So it's, you know, there's, you know, areas that for a long time didn't necessarily have huge amounts of development are starting to see that too because it's not just in the city you know bellevue and seattle we're always used to seeing the cranes we're used to seeing a lot of activity bothell landing's been in development for years renton landing you know is still at like 98 percent capacity with now the southport development coming in the hotel's coming online here in a couple of weeks Uh, in fact they're they're doing they're trying to prep for the july 4th openings uh, for all of that, because that's going to be tremendous with their five rooftop decks, right? And then they're going to have 750,000 Class A space around them in terms of office building. Yeah, yeah there, I mean, there's just so much. And then, of course, Tacoma has a ton going on, the whole Rustin development that's been happening. But on all of these things that are happening in the commercial sector also then impact what's going on in the housing sector because all these people are coming here for all these jobs that are filling all these buildings, right? And that was one of the other articles I told you I accidentally left on my desk at home. Uh, But uh, one of the things they were discussing in that same edition of Puget Sound Business Journal, this back May 26, if you want to go find it, they were showing the cost of labor in construction, Oh, it's massively high in our we, region. It's really high. We have surpassed California. Yeah. We're now like $56, $57 an hour mm-hmm. for right. employees in construction trades. And I wanted to bring that up. So California is at like about fifty-one, fifty-two. Mm-hmm. So we've now surpassed them. It used to always be like Silicon Valley, Bay Area, you know, uh, down in SoCal. Those big markets always had us beat out just a little bit, but then we got to about level and par, and now we've surpassed them. And the reason I want to bring that up is because last week I got an opportunity to, well, for listeners who don't know, I'm on a couple of boards. Most people know about me on the Renton Chamber Board, but I'm also on the board of Renton Technical College, the foundation, where we provide scholarships for students. And we had commencement last week. And, you know, with that, the college has the construction excellence program and there's a construction management program. And so we had a lot of new guys coming out of those systems, you know. So uh, there's also like the welding program. They have veterinary. They have allied health. There's a lot of different groups. But I was thinking about these guys as I'm looking at these numbers going, what a wonderful area to be in, to be graduating from those trades because oh, such a perfect time. Oh yeah, and, and these yeah. these are well-paying jobs. Great, they are paying, great careers. Yeah, and absolutely. It, you know, but but you know, the emphasis has always been on on college education. It's mm-hmm. really not college education; it's career readiness. Yes, you know, so get exactly into a career that you like to do that you're ready for. And mm-hmm. Renton Technical College has done a fantastic job. Yeah, you know, with with many of their programs. And, yeah, you know, all the way dating all the way back to nineteen forty seven Riveter. You know, yeah, who was an art Renton Technical College yeah. graduate? Well, they just had their seventy fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, it's it's been around a long time, and we we're still trying to stop being kind of the you know, secret of the region uh, right. because there are some pretty amazing things, right? In 2015, we were in the top colleges of the United States mm-hmm. because of our placement rates. Right. You know, even Joe Biden came out because one of the things that they were interested in was not only the construction, but also the precision me- machining program yeah. that's out there. He's thinking about a new career. 
well, you know, he is sort of unemployed now, I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I'll let him change my oil. I, I, I hadn't thought that perhaps he was actually looking yeah. at it from that standpoint, he didn't, like, but okay. Slip his resume or anything? I, he may have. I, I'm not privy to those conversations, <laughs> yeah, but well, okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But no, I mean, just, you know, all of those uh, trade groups coming out of the college. I mean, it was just, it was so fun to be in the, you know, showware center, seeing all these people, you know, hit this milestone in their lives and know that they're well suited and well set up to have a good career moving forward. Because even like the automotive programs, I mean, we had them on, um, when we did the grand opening for the automotive center, right? Because they did a new building, one of the first buildings in a really long time at the college. And if you recall the income level of somebody coming out of those programs, I mean, they're, you know, 70, 80, close to 90,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people always assume, Oh no, I have to be in, you know, a tech field to do well. And it's not, no, not necessarily. And, and you need those kind of jobs because of the cost of the housing around here. That's right. Right. Yes. Yes. But but I will tell you, I want to remind people, though, it just depends on what you're willing to accommodate, right? Because I just had a meeting last night with a really sweet couple, and the husband works in downtown in mm-hmm. South Lake Union. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not a tech worker, right. but he's someone who works in downtown, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend works in healthcare in the Lee Hill area, so they need to find a good compromise for commuting, and so after today's show, I'm going to be showing houses that are in the seven hundred dollars to $900,000 range all around, oh, guess where? Wallingford, Green Lake, Ballard, you know, that kind of thing. Because sure. that's kind of like the average price right now right. on a right. lot of homes, yes. right? Well, Marissa is Not showing. Yeah. yeah, on the other side of things, Marissa is working with this other couple, and she's going to be showing them in house. Uh, all in like the 350 range. Mm-hmm. South, and they're nice South little King, houses. South King County. They're all South King County. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Auburn. In fact, all the houses they're looking at this afternoon are in Federal Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if yeah. you can find like good commuting options, That's you right. could save, you know, a third, two thirds the pricing. Well, what's interesting is is uh, I work with a lot of first time home buyers. And, yes, and you so, do. So we're in that <laughs> price range. And, uh, you know, anything, you know, sort of 550 and, and down you mm-hmm. know, for a lot of, for your typical first time right. buyer, unless they happen to be like double tech workers or something right. like that. Yeah. And we're, we're in the, you know, the Seattle market. But, oh, yeah. But um, the conversations these days are more about neighborhood, you know, and, and there mm-hmm. is that focus on moving either south or north because mm-hmm. something, anything in the middle is just, they're priced out. But then also... Uh, it's talking about transit, and yes. and I need a I need to live in a home or live in a neighborhood that's within walking distance to mm-hmm. transit or to light rail. That's exactly right. And uh, and so I never had those conversations five years ago. Nobody talked about about transit. They really oh didn't. yeah. You know, but now it's it's becoming a, a, a the generations coming up right now that are looking to do home buying. Mm-hmm are wanting that big time in their lives. Mm -hmm. Because even when they get home, not only do they want the transit to get to, you know, their jobs, Mm -hmm. but they also want to have that walkability when they get home. Right. Right. They just don't want to be car dependent. That car to go, all those other things, Uber and all these other companies that provide alternate transportation sources besides mass transit. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're making it possible for people. And I get it because, you know, when a car costs 20, 40, 60, $80,000, 
I would rather spend that on a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a second home, you know, somewhere else, like, I don't know, Spain or something, you you know. I would totally (laughs) be all over that. So, you know, I get get where they're coming from, and and frankly, I'm in support of that, and I'm also a supporter of mass transit Mm -hmm. because I know how much you don't want to be stuck behind a Prius on the highway. I don't. I found... (laughs) Did you know there is Wendy's now, cracking up. <laughs> Although she's got a thumbs up on that one. <laughs> there's a Facebook. There's a Facebook page I found. A friend, my my nephew, showed me. Uh-huh. People are snapping pictures of Priuses in the left lane. It's hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> there's so many of them. It's it's a plague. We have to relieve the country of this plague. We really do. But enough about that. Uh, when we come back, yeah. we have Wendy Fisher here. We're going to be talking about interior decorating. Stay tuned. listening to Open House with Team Reba. We'll return in a moment. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. Sounding a little froggy here. That's right, a little croak in, croak in the voice there. That's all right. You can tell well, I've been talking a lot lately because I've been working so much. <laughs> That's all good. Well, it's a beautiful day out, and, and we're here in our uh, air-conditioned offices, thank heavens, with Wendy Fisher. And, Wendy, you're an interior designer. I think I said decorator earlier. Sorry about that. Well, that's okay. What's I do the difference? design and decoration. Yes, what is the difference? What is the difference? Um, so decoration, if somebody hired me to help them decorate their home, that would be where I would go in and help them choose a sofa and the carpet. You know, it's, it's, all, the, the, it's all the furnishings, et cetera, mm-hmm. inside of the home. Design comes in when somebody is remodeling a home. Got right. it. Structural right. versus the pretty You're stuff. Talking about, right. Well, yeah. even even in that, you know, I'm it. Yes, it, it, you're right. It's structural versus pretty, but I'm also helping them select those those hard surfaces, like yeah. the things that are part of, you know, the yeah, hard, hard part versus of the soft home. finishes. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So cabinetry, flooring, mm-hmm. etc. Tile. Tile. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lots and that was tile. <laughs> and that was one of the reasons I wanted to. Yeah. So tile has become a big thing. So I wanted you to come in. Um, you know, we've, we've had you as a guest before a couple of times now. So I think this is your third uh, showing with us. And I keep hoping to get, like, what, what are the trends? What's happening? Because people can go out to, you know, new construction and see kind of what the latest and greatest is that's there. But, you know, when people are doing their own homes, maybe they're thinking about different ways of designing inside, you know, because – you know, if you live in Seattle and you're in a craftsman home, are you going to want to make it look like, you know, a main view new construction? Some Probably not. <laughs> yeah, well, and some people do. Yeah. They want that character of the exterior, right. but they want all the brand new amenities. But you mentioned tile already. And, and so in the spring, though, you go to North Carolina, is it? I go I go to High Point Market, which is in um, High Point, North Carolina. We okay. do this twice a year. Oh, it's twice it, a year. Okay, it's twice a year. It's it's um, so it's like fashion April industry kind October. of thing. It okay. is. It's fashion week for the home. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And, cool. Um, How fun! It is. It's really fun, and uh, so that's where new releases come out. It products, mm-hmm. furniture. Uh, it, it's more geared towards the furnishings, um, carpet, uh, art, okay. wallpaper. Is that is there still a big manufacturing concern in that part of the country? 
I know it used well, to be. I, I sold be furniture way back in the day, yeah. and a lot certainly, of it came from North Carolina. Certainly not like it was in the right. past. I, I think some of it's coming back. I don't have any specific numbers. There is still a fair amount of mm-hmm. production in North Carolina around the High Point area, but okay. in a lot of Yeah, because I always North recognized um, North Carolina, California. The, when I used to work in the furniture industry, that was two of the main places we had things coming in from. Right, most of right, the time, unless yeah. it was like a specialty place. Right. Yeah. But okay, so so you're down there, and I will say, so I follow you on a lot of social media, Thank and you. so you'll have to make sure and uh, tell people what, where they can find you. Okay. Um, but I was noticing as you were taking pics and posting them on things like Instagram and Facebook, and I was like, there's an awful lot of Kelly Green going on down there this year. <laughs> like, what was up with that? What was what was making the trend go that direction? Anything? Um, well, a couple things. Um, first of all, it's spring market, so a lot of blues and greens okay. at spring market because it's spring. Okay. Um, second of all, uh, Kelly Green's a color that catches my eye. In particular, ah, okay. Um, so okay. there were there were lots of other colors, but you're but at this time of year we're looking at the more springy kinds of colors. There was okay. also a lot of um, like hot pink and and orange. Okay. And, See, that's and what I always think of like of a springy like with the flowers that come out, right. yellows, oranges, right. hot pink. And then when we do when we do fall market, you'll see uh, you know a little more leaning towards the the fall kind of colors. Okay, got yeah. it, got yeah. it, got it. When you say, like, okay, let's talk green. So there's, like, a million different shades of green, but what's, like, the, that, that what's wim- the hot that green That women can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what's, what's like, the good one? Is it, like, like... Um, what do you mean the good one? Moss by the brook, or is oh. it, is it, is it... <laughs> I don't know, is it, is it, uh, I don't know, you know. Um, I wouldn't say that there's that there's any one particular green that's the green. I mean, this year yeah. the the Pantone color for 2017 was greenery, right? Okay, and that was a green. <laughs> that, that I was, wouldn't be the person who gets paid to come up with these names, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's greenery. a green with a lot of uh, yellow undertone to it, and that's, okay. that's difficult for a lot of people. Okay. Um, so, but what it does mean is that green's a little more popular this year because that's sort of in the front of people's minds right now. Okay. So do you do, okay, just kind of generically, do you want, if, if I'm looking at the interior, let's say a living room, uh, do I want dark walls and a light ceiling? Do I want more muted or does it just really depend on the home and the light and all of that? It depends on the home and the light and the preference and you know, it, it depends on what you're going for, mm-hmm. you know. So it's if you want this very cocooned sort of feeling, then, mm-hmm. yeah, you can go dark on the walls. And, it, yeah. you know, it's sort mm-hmm. of. I've seen some people do that with like a chocolate color on the walls sure. in a bedroom because they just want that super dark and it, it feels cozy. And the first time I heard someone tell me they were doing a dark brown on their walls, I thought, Mm. That sounds horrible, but then yeah. I saw a really good execution of it. Right mm. now, it can look like baby poo if it's not done right, mm-hmm. <laughs> or it can look like yeah. Yeah. chocolatey, you know, very sensual sensation kind right. of thing. Right. You know, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> no, seriously. I mean, sometimes it can be like a totally sexy feel where you're like, oh, this yeah. is the room that I'm like. I'm here to do what I'm supposed well, you to know, do. One of the things that you I, know, or just relax. One of the things I noticed when I was at market is that brown is starting to trend. 
It is. It huh. is. And and everything kind of comes around. Well, it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it just just and just because something's not on trend doesn't mean that it's passe. There's there's stuff that comes to the trend. It brings new ideas um, for execution mm-hmm. to the front well, of people. Like the mind. nineteen the mid century stuff mm-hmm. has come back in a big way. Like I was looking at Crate and Barrel, you know, one of right. their brochures the other day. Yeah. And that 1950s style couch that is, you know, clean lines with like the little button backs, that has resurged so strongly. That's in- been so the mid-century um, style, mid-century revival, if you will, mm-hmm. has has been around for a while. We get a lot of it on the West Coast, mm-hmm. um, whereas as back east, they certainly do a fair amount. They certainly do um, mid-century back east, but mm-hmm. they're also they have a lot of traditional. Um, oh, yeah. Ty- type of design going on back east as well. Would that be like um, the floral stuff I keep seeing in the grandma homes that are for sale? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> yes. Good. And, yes. And Good. No. I'm glad there's no. a difference. I mean, when you, when you there is a difference. It, what, there is like there, in the modern traditional, which is which is sort of my sweet spot in in design, is that you think about things like traditional forms, like a wing back chair, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Everybody, th- you know. Grandma probably had one. Who knows? Sure. And, it, and it probably had some odd fabric on oh, yeah. it. Well, mm-hmm. now yes, it I used does. to have a leather one. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. And so now, it, you know, to make that more modern, you know, a more modern traditional, mm-hmm. um, think about that same form, but now it's got a, a more geographic pattern. You know, actually, the Crate and Barrel uh, brochure did have exactly what you're describing. Right. In fact, yeah. they were doing it in kind of a I can't remember if it was a navy and white or a black and white kind of sure. color scheme. Right, and it. It was really good looking and very fresh. Yeah. It looked very, very fresh. Exactly. So it's a form you're familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's still fresh. I mean, I've seen them with lucite legs on them, which I think are just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so it's... and You know what that is, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Yeah. Hey, yeah. our listeners may not. I mean, I'm just... Yeah. Lucite, acrylic, clear. Yeah. yeah. It's very um, cool. And, and in terms of florals, florals are, are a trend that are... It's starting to trend, but not in the well, not. It's not like the nineteen eighties. No, no, not not like the eighties. It's not okay. a it's not a chintz floral. Um, okay, they're 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 bigger, they're more, uh, they're scaled up. Oh, okay, um, yep, yep, yep. And they're also. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, please tell me you're not going to pull that picture up. Oh, um, Eric's got some design stuff for you during the break. Oh, okay, we got some during the break. We're good. not going to talk about it. I on actually air. just gave my brother two lovely floral oh, pillows no. for his no, cabin. No, we weren't going to talk about Camino. it on air. No, no. <laughs> I just we'll just leave it at that. We'll just say they're not for public consumption. Okay, we will not be posting it on the blog uh, later because okay. they're a little raunchy. All right. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, somebody's so, got a sick sense of humor over there. <laughs> so yeah, we're seeing you know we're seeing florals come back. Floral in wallpaper. Wallpaper is another trend, right? Okay, I've seen it coming back. Yeah, but how much? How many clients do you have really using it? It's still newer. I've got okay. clients who are interested in it. It okay. still makes people uh, some people a little yeah. bit nervous. Yeah, right. But because well, you get a, a, a real estate agent like mm-hmm. Rebo come in and say, "Rip it all down," you know, paint paint over. Well, it. I mean, there's well, there's certain yeah. ones that yeah. I oh, mean, sure. no, You can look at a house that's dated and be like, "Oh, oh boy, oh, that yeah. needs yeah. to really, go." Really, especially oh, the, man, uh, that needs to the, go. the geese with little bows. You know that one. Right. Oh yes, yeah, that, that should that probably yes. go. Yeah. And what we don't see of, or what I'm not seeing a lot of, is the borders. Yes. Mm. Oh, right. Thank goodness. You know, the, thank goodness. At the chair rail and, and, and the at the ceiling and the stenciling and that kind of stuff. 
Um, but wallpaper is gorgeous. It can be. It can Again, be. execution and style choice. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Like, but, it's got to But work grass right. cloth is yeah. classic. Yes, it is. Grass it's very cloth cool. is beautiful. And now you can, now they have vinyl grass cloths that people can ah, use in bathrooms. Okay. You can also, if you have cool. children, it's a great choice for a dining room. Yeah. Right? Because it now you're. texture to the, to the. Well, the it's easy to clean. Yeah. It's easy to clean because mm. it's vinyl. Mm. It's, you know, it. so. See, that's very cool. Okay. So that's, but is that stuff easy to put on and take off? Well, I would never install any wallpaper myself. Right. Um, you can, but I, I, I would never install it or remove it myself. I removed wallpaper once from a house I lived in, and yeah. I had to have the walls replastered. Yeah. So. Oh, well, you know, that's not uncommon because some, it's, it's difficult to right. get off, and you can totally chuck right. up your drywall. And, and they usually do require a skimming after the fact. Although right. I did have someone tell me recently that um, some kind of like fabric softener was a great thing to use hmm. to put on wallpaper and help it like slide off. But I don't know if I heard them 100% I, yeah. correctly. I, I was like, I, would, I don't know if I want to just if, if try you, that if, randomly. If you found that on the interwebs, I'd be careful. No, no, it. no. It was hmm. a person telling me that who had done it. Okay. Well, it, I'd be cautious about okay. some of that stuff. There's also um, peel and stick wallpaper now. So mm-hmm. temporary wallpaper yep. has come a long way and the choices are amazing. Okay. In that. So for renters. Right. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, you know, that's an awesome choice for Interesting. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually do like that concept because that's one of the things that, you know, for people who are buying a home, one of the main reasons they want to do it is so they can personalize it. So exactly. we're going to be talking more about interior design with Wendy Fisher of Wendy Fisher Interiors when we come back on Open House with Team Reba. We'll be back in about two. If you want to call in, 866-712-1300. Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage, home yeah. of the U1 Miss Home Street Hydroplane. The U1? I think it's the U1. Oh, I thought you meant like... You won. No, no. Like, here's, here's I thought, I'm like, I'm like, we didn't yet have no, the we races, wish. did yeah, we? Yeah, coming thought, up. No, 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 no. Seafair's coming up. Seafair, That's why I'm like, first what weekend in August. You won. Yeah, counting down. Yeah, counting <laughs> like, down. I guess yeah. you're feeling very positive right they now. They had the uh, they had the boat in the parking lot last uh, last Friday with the driver there, Jimmy. Oh, very fun. Signing autographs, and you might see that cool. rolling around town. Nice. As they kind of make a little bit of a tour. Speaking of which, aren't we going to have? Somebody from Home Street on yeah, coming up? I think so. Isn't it because, like the big cheese? Yeah. Aren't we having the big cheese? I, I, I think your people were talking to my people to schedule that. So Well, we'll your to, people we'll contacted my people who I then know. had to talk to your people. Right. So, yes, who I think agreed. so. My people would love to come. So yes. just need your people we to We want to share that. the cheese. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the book Move My Cheese. No, no, no. Yes. No, we want to be uh, talking about that boat. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and talking and other about stuff all that, their uh, stuff, cool stuff going in the community. on, which is a ton. Uh, yeah. So that's one thing I am very, very proud of. Uh, our bank is super, super involved in, the, in our local communities. And matter of fact, uh, next week, I'll talk a little bit more about some of our upcoming uh, events, mm-hmm. including the big diaper dri- drive. You know, every year we, we want your diapers. <laughs> and, Clean. Uh, brand new ones. Yes. Preferably. <laughs> 
So uh, <laughs> not you know, the repeats. Because there's a there's a <laughs> there's recycled. a lot of there's a lot of families out there that that, that could really use them and they're, yeah. they're expensive. So oh yeah yeah they absolutely are. No I think it's great. You, Home Street does have a lot of community involvement and I don't we don't talk about it that much on air. But hmm. um, do you know that every time that Team Reba sells a house, we do a donation to Seattle Children's? I love that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Every time we sell a house, there's yep. a donation. Well, we also had the Seattle Humane Society that we just did a matching donation at our shredding mm-hmm. event in May. Yeah. yeah. And so $540 went to match the funds collected that day from Excellent. people who came to use the shredding service. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Anyone who donated, I matched dollar for dollar. And then um, every time we sell a house and we're on track, you know, we, we did a record number of homes last year mm-hmm. and signed up to be part of this program. So every single home, whether it's a listing or a buyer that we work with, that's excellent. We uh, yeah. we do kind of the same. Plus, we do other things too. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's always Fantastic exciting stuff. Makes you feel good about what you do. That's right. right. That's right. But back to interior design. Mm. So you were starting to mention before the break, Wendy, um, that there are things like these temporary wallpapers and stuff that I, I honestly, because I haven't been doing, actually I should start paying attention because James and I are about to do a kitchen remodel at my house, uh-huh. right? We did a line of credit. So we, uh, cause we bought our boat slip and now we're going to finally do that kitchen remodel that I've been wanting to do for 10 years. Nice. <laughs> so nice. yes. And so we're going to get that done coming up and we're getting our house painted. Nice. So there's a few things I want to ask you about with that. But so, um, I did want to get your take during the show about exterior colors. Cause I also have some other clients that were going on my, cause this is the high season. I mean, right. part of the reason I'm so busy is we're listing a lot of houses right now. Sure. Right. We've got four homes currently under contract. And, um, one of my clients who's about to sell coming up, they've got a new roof and it's kind of, you know, they did the three tab, just kind of the typical kind of the orangey Brown look that you see a lot of the normal stuff. And their house right now is kind of like this putty gray. So they don't really go together. Right. And so he's like, well, what would be a good, you know, he bought the house through me eight years ago. And he's like, what would be a good color for the exterior? And I'm like, well, you know, I'll do a little research. Um, but I'm curious to get your input on that. But places that I go to, and this is another thing I want to ask you about today, places I go to for inspiration, because like HGTV makes me want to cringe. I can't stand any of the shows that are on any of those programs because they're fake. And I and I end up screaming at the TV because I know right. they're fake. They're totally staged. They're fake. And every time they show like a flip or flop, first of all, they don't have all the costs involved. They hardly ever actually calculate labor into the stuff that's part of it. And it's just a bunch of BS. And so I, I ended, I had to quit watching them like 10 years ago because I would get so angry. But then, um, you don't think they can, you can do a $50,000 remodel for $5,000? No. Uh, Over the weekend? No. For crying out loud. No, no. Strange, strange that. But, um, but for inspiration, sometimes I go to websites like House, H-O-U-Z-Z dot com, right? right? House. And See, I wouldn't go there just because of the Z-Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, it's it's one of those sites that, you know, you get to see what look like magazine quality pictures, you know, of, Some of them, all yeah. these, you know, fancy houses and stuff. And because, you know, frankly, a lot of people don't buy magazines anymore. And you right. can get on the site, you can look at it for free. And get an idea of like some color schemes and they have all the advertisements, you know, for what those products are. 
right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like, That's hey, good. yeah, because yeah. clients will ask me after they close, like, hey, we want to repaint. What would be a good choice? Or, hey, we're getting ready to sell. What would be a color? And I'm like, well, if you want a little bit of inspiration without, you know, too much, because, you know, like you and I have had conversations, Wendy, where I have a client who wants to sell, but I don't know if it's always the right fit to say, hey, let's bring this interior design person in because they're their focus on how they're going to do that preparation isn't necessarily the same as when you have somebody who's just bought the house and intends to be there a long time. Right. Decorating for themselves versus trying to decorate for somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) And it gets challenging. Well, and then plus how they budget is going to be different in most cases, right? right? Because most people aren't going to go max out their budget for something they're just about to sell. They're usually going to try and cheap it out a lot of times, which is the thing I always get nervous about when someone does it themselves too. But um, when I mentioned to you house, you kind of went, ooh. <laughs> Actually, I did that about HGTV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. Um, but house, I think, house is an interesting place. I, I literally just last week created a profile for myself there. I don't even have any mm. pictures or anything up mm-hmm. yet. Um, it's an interesting place to go because you can go and get ideas, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not... They're not all professional right. jobs. A lot of people do yes. their own work. Yeah. I have noticed over that. time that now they're allowing people to post their own photos of things they've done. Right. Like to compare themselves. Right. Right. And um, so I, I certainly think that, you know, it's like houses like Pinterest or or going to a magazine or anything. It's a great place to go to get inspiration. Mm-hmm. Right. You can it because. Not everybody can visualize mm-hmm. what something is going to look like. Well, it's like me looking in a magazine going, can you cut my hair like this? Right. <laughs> you know, like, like this the is... hairstylist always wants you to bring photos. Like, well, what are you trying to describe? I don't know. Right. How about like her? And then, <laughs> and then the hairstylist can go, yes. Or like mine goes, no, your hair will never do that. We're not doing that. Right. <laughs> but at least it helps because it, 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 it starts a conversation. Exactly. Right. And exactly. that's the whole thing that's the most important is the communication. And you start the conversation right. with at least a baseline of something. Right. 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 So, for example, on the break, you were talking about your, your client who replaced the, the roof on their house. Mm-hmm. And it, you said it was kind of the, what color did you say? It's kind of that, you know, tan, tan, orangey brown, brown, like three, it's like a a normal three tab roof that you see pretty commonly around the area. So, you know, in trying Mm -hmm. then to think about what other, what exterior colors they would use, Mm -hmm. house would be a great place to go to look at that and get. Because I I can't, all I can think of is yellow. (laughs) Every time I see this house, I'm like, yellow? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But house would be a great place to go to, to at least start to get some ideas. Yeah. Um, and okay. and my biggest thing, when you paint, don't just pick a color from a paint chip. That is the yes. worst possible thing you can do. I've seen a lot of those mistakes in people's homes. I see more people go, well, it didn't look like this on the paint chip. Well, the paint chip is two by two. And you just painted a wall that's eight feet tall and, yeah. and 15 feet long that So buy color. the little $2 mm-hmm. sample bottle. Or something. Buy or, the sample. Buy the sample. You know, if you're doing your or if exterior, you're doing the exterior, you, you might do need a to buy a, Yeah, you might need to buy a court mm-hmm. because yeah, what sure. you want to do um, on an ex, on the exterior is you want to put it in different places because mm-hmm. the how the light hits your house. Right. Exactly. You know, one sure. side shadier, one side's brighter. One yeah. side has more trees. The trees reflect a lot of green. I told you about the yellow oh, in my right. other house that I yeah. I painted my family room yellow and I loved it until spring and summer 
when oh, the light filtering yeah. through coming right. in the east from filtering yeah. through the trees made it mm-hmm. kind of a yellowy green. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and, and also just the quality of paint, for instance. I know there's, uh, what do they call them, full spectrum you know, types of, of paint mm-hmm. that, 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 that was also on the list I sent you. Yeah. Like, can we please talk about this? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> it's, good. yeah, paint, ooh, paint is a very complex subject. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, and here's the thing. The reason I wanted to talk to you about it is kind of going maybe the direction Eric is, right. is pushing us. You know, you see all these do-it-yourself big box store ads and they're like yeah just whip on out there and get that paint and just go do this job yourself and and the thing is i see do-it-yourselfers and again they're always very cost conscious and everything else sure and the quality doesn't always end up being there but every time i've worked with a professional they use brands like benjamin moore and sherwin williams and not that i'm saying i'm Mm -hmm. i'm promoting either one of those right. but every good house painter i know that's where they go that's what they use well so like what's the difference so every brand of paint is going to have their good better best okay okay um and so you need to talk to you you need to know a lot you need to go in and talk to somebody you need to know what you're painting you need to know the condition that it's in okay and i would not just go one place you know, mm-hmm. I would go to your big box store. I would go to Sherwin-Williams. I would go to Benjamin Moore. I would go to PPG. I would mm-hmm. go to RADA and talk okay. to them and find out and tell them because they're each going to have a paint that's going to address your needs. But short of working with a professional, mm-hmm. you're not really, you know, you're you're going to make the best choice that you can. And each of them have, Benjamin Moore has products that are both better than uh, than Sherwin-Williams and uh, Rada, for example, and products that are not as good as those other two. And the same for the same for all of them. They're all going to have, you know, some mm-hmm. of their products are going to be better than others compared to other paint companies. Okay. So you said if you're talking to someone, you need to know the condition. And I, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get through the whole thing because we only have like a minute left. But I want you to at least kind of start us down that because condition, do you mean like how long has it been since it's last been painted, or what's that mean? You need to know how long it's last since the last time it's been painted. You you need to know what you're painting on. Oh, like the surface. The surface. Okay, yeah. so right? you're talking about like whether or not it's like a, a is, flat drywall, a texturized. Yeah, what it, you know what, lab the, and plaster what the is or? exactly. Okay, because so. all these all these different things will take paint differently. I mean, I called this. I called um, over to Shearer Painting this morning, okay. and. They we're going to have to have information. Okay, we're going to have to have you finish that thought when we come back. But we've got <laughs> we've got more on interior design with Wendy Fisher as we come back in just about a minute. You're listening to Open House with Team Reba. We'll return in a moment. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. So, Team Reba, I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we have with us Wendy Fisher from Wendy Fisher Interiors. And, Wendy, if someone has questions for you, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, well, I have a website. It's uh, www.wendyfisherinteriors.com. Um, I'm here. I'm local in Seattle. And I, you know, I do exactly what, what Reba was talking about, mm-hmm. in, you know, in terms of, I, I help people choose color. 
Yeah. I, I do it more Well, you often. can go into property and actually understand what it's made out of and then get the right professionals in to pick the right products too. Well, I would recommend professionals and mm-hmm. th- then they would they would make the ultimate choice about what the right product is based mm-hmm. on it. But, um, you know, I, I, I do interior and exterior color selections yeah. do you have clients. a do you have a limitation of market area that you cover because i know i've had you talk to clients in renton in redmond in seattle in a variety of city areas so wh- where do you typically travel to i i typically stay in the in the greater seattle area so seattle east side renton mm-hmm. um um i i'm trying to think i've gone as far north as uh lake city Actually, I'm sorry, Lake Forest Park. I was going to say, like, <laughs> Lake City's never That's far. That's not very far. No. <laughs> Lake, Lake Forest it's Park. so far. Hey, but they got a dick's drive in there. <laughs> yes, yes, they, they do. do. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're the other person I, who loves dick's I was, driving. I was, and I was the one who knew the answer when you guys asked that the question. That is absolutely, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, so you've got the website. If, if somebody wants to, do you want them to just go to your website, or do you have an email address you want to give out in case anyone has a question after the show? Uh, they can reach me from from there. You, okay, you can click there's over a, the contact. There's a contact, there's me, a contact okay. me there, and I'm on Great. Instagram and I'm on Facebook. Okay, will people see uh, samples of your work on these? Sites? There's a few samples up there. Okay, I've I've uh, I'm in the process of getting some things photographed to okay. put up there. Fantastic. And, um, so, yeah. we, will we see some of your work on house? Since you just created Eventually. a profile? Eventually, yes. Okay. I might have to have you back to okay. talk about house. In fact, actually, I think what I want to do is bring in a panel of people that are within this industry who are all being impacted by the tech people who are creating sites that affect our industries, right? Yeah. Because, like, Zillow is one that impacts my industry. Mm-hmm. Um, house obviously impacts yours. There's another one uh, called Pro.com that impacts the construction industry, and that's some former Amazon people who started that site uh, because one of the guys went through his own house renovation and apparently thought things didn't go the way he really, really thought they should go, so he created this website. But the, the challenge is the guys who work in construction aren't necessarily the people who are signing up to be on those sites, right? So you right. aren't necessarily always getting the best of the best on some of the sites. Now, some of them are good, but it just depends. But I I would love to bring a panel of people together to discuss, like, what the challenges are. Yeah. Because I saw on LinkedIn today somebody posted a thing saying that, you know, Uber didn't, you know, kill the taxi industry. It was the industry itself, you know, doing fares a certain way and blah, blah, blah. So basically what they were doing, you know, they, they used Uber as an example. They used Airbnb as an example and a few other things that were out there. As though, you know, tech was still like the end-all, be-all. But it was like, no, that's not really necessarily it. And those are actually, in you know, those are companies that came in not understanding the regulatory requirements of any of those industries. Right, right. Just like Redfin came into real estate and basically got slapped around a whole bunch yeah. because it was a bunch of tech people thinking things should be done a certain way. And then, oh, lo and behold – there's laws we must and regulations. follow. Oh, oh my yes. goodness, I had no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Right. So I always find it very interesting when tech 
tries to take over an industry because one of the things that um, I watched on a webinar the other day from Brian Buffini, who's a very well-known and well-regarded coach within the real estate industry, was he was saying none of those companies actually make anything. Right. And what they're doing is they're sitting on the backs of the industries that created these things and then telling them how bad they are, but they really don't necessarily make it any better. And one of my examples in my response on the LinkedIn post was, you know, Expedia, while, yeah, it's a site I can go to and a lot of stuff's all right there, I still have a ton of problems. I mean, I have friends of mine and clients of mine who all work at Expedia and, I, you know, the company itself, it's a local firm uh, and I can appreciate it. But because of the way they're set up, I've gotten hosed so many times and lost money because if you don't use their site a certain way, they have no way to adjust it to fix your problem. And so when I had an assistant who booked my travel plans one time under her stuff instead of mine, none of the vouchers were things that I could get access to. So I ended up having to pay double because you had to pay up front. And then Mm -hmm. I had to pay when I got there. And I didn't know till I got there that I was going to have to pay for the service again. And Mm -hmm. then we booked a flight for a past employee. And then we let her go. And we can't get a refund on the cost of her flight Mm -hmm. because it's under her name. Right. But even though the company paid for it. Yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of issues with each of these types of companies. So they all, they they act like the end all be all, but not so much. Yeah. They, they get great valuations, but it's not necessarily always better for the industries. But anyway, that's me just going off on a little tangent. So, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, but, um, I won't be going off on a tangent coming up July 13th, will I? No, we're going to be doing a wine pairing. Yes. With the first-time homebuyers. We will. <laughs> this will be a first-time ever. We're actually running a first-time homebuyer class mm-hmm. uh, at a winery. Uh, yeah. So we're going to be nice. July 13th, yes. and it's going to be an, that's a Thursday night. It's an evening class. It runs from mm-hmm. 4 to 9 p.m., at the William Church Winery in Woodenville, Washington. We're taking people to church. We're taking them to church. Taking them to church my to church buy a house. along with me. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that'll be kind of fun. Um, now, this I first time homebuyer class kind of. should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and we already have people signed up. <laughs> Believe it or not, we just opened I think it's because we have we just wine. <laughs> I think so. It's funny about how that works. Yeah. Um, you know, but but this is the official sanctioned first-time mm-hmm. homebuyer class that, that many – uh, zero down loan programs yep. and special loan programs require. It's a five-hour class, mm-hmm. and uh, both Reba and I, of course, we volunteer for the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. Yes, we do, and we we pack, cram pack this uh, class. <laughs> we're back to cram pack. Okay, we're not going to cram pack anybody full okay, of wine. Okay, we're going to pack okay, it let's with just make information. Sure people know that. <laughs> yeah, really, uh, just not your basic stuff. I mean, we're we're re- really yeah. taking some deep dives into. Special programs, how do mm-hmm. I qualify? Credit, yeah. we talk about credit oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. We talk about the Credit's home buying huge. process and all the things that you really should be thinking about mm-hmm. when you're buying a home yep. that many, many, many real estate agents out there don't ever talk about. And Well, so or lenders. Or lenders, that's right. Yeah. I so, mean, that's, that's the whole thing is we cover all of that. And because we do it as volunteers, we don't. It's not no. like a big ad about me and you. No, it's, no, no. We have to do it as professionals of our industry and in the volunteer, you know, way that we have to do this. Right. You know, we're even telling people here's how to interview 
a real estate agent. Here's right. how to interview a lender That's because right. we're not necessarily expecting the people who come to work with us. While it's great if they do, of course, but, yeah, but. you got to know what you're getting into. Yes, and so so tons of good information can be at the class, and why not mm-hmm. pair it up with you yes. know, with a little bit of. Uh, uh, adult Vino. beverage. Yes. Well, so, and then of course we'll have to have snacks with that. You of can't course. just like, you know, learn and always, drink on an empty always stomach. Feed our but, people well. You know, yes, these, we do. At these courses. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a good time. And we're, yeah. we're some of the only people who actually do that. Everyone else I know who teaches these classes forces everyone else to bring brown back. So we're, right. we're quite generous with, with what we do and, and generous with the information as well. Um, are we also going to talk about the one in August? Because for people who can't do a Thursday night, right. cause that's in Woodenville. Yes. Right. So if you can't make it up to Woodenville, we do have an option in August, August on the 19th, 19th, Saturday. Yep. And that one's from 10 to 3. Mm-hmm. And that's at the Youngstown Cultural Arts Center Correct. in West Seattle. In West Seattle. Yes. Yes. Right off of Del Ridge Way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so. Where can they sign up? Uh, that one. Good question. Info at teamreba.com. There we go. And they're also getting posted on our new website page for that, uh, which is teamrebaclasses.com. We've got Russ working on that right now. Perfect. Putting some Facebook pages together and things like that, too. But just info at teamreba.com. Yep. Uh, for both of these classes, the space is limited. Yes. And so you, if you're interested in those, you do want to sign up as soon as possible. If you're just thinking about the, the, the home buying process mm-hmm. or you have fan, fr- friends or family or, or youngsters, yeah. you know. Sign, sign up. Youngsters. Good, good, to, good to see you. It's good information so, for life you is go. what you're trying That's to right. say. <laughs> and I'd like to thank everybody for listening in today, and especially also you, Wendy Fisher, for being here. Well, thank you, guys. We'll nice see you on every yeah. Tuesday at 3 o'clock on Open House at Team Reba. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max metro east side on facebook or email info at teamreba.com join us again next tuesday at three for more open house with team reba here on business radio 1300 kkol program sponsored by team reba of remax metro east side and eric osnes of home street bank home mortgage